0: Here are your hosts, Chase Palm and Broadcast School has really paid off, Auntie. and Neil McCrady. I deserve to be on TV.
1: Welcome in Tuesday edition of Oxford Exxon Podcast. Chase Palm, Neil McCrady, Clark Ford Studio here with you today. Ole Miss and Troy tonight, six o'clock from the Pavilion. A full breakdown of the Trojans here for uh, more than half the show today. It is uh, basketball season, ready to go. Troy and the Rebels tonight from the Pavilion non-conference action it is christmas vacation night at the uh, pavilion tonight i saw they're giving away some ornaments to the first 500 fans i guess a free ad there i just happened to see that let you know if you want to get to the pavilion tonight you can uh grab that uh that christmas ornament it looks like the station wagon with the tree on it i believe is what they uh went with for the evening oh i like that i like that
2: oh yeah it's a great movie
1: yeah i think that's what they did. um I saw one of my favorite podcasts, Speaking of Free Stuff, uh, The Rewatchables with Bill Simmons. They did Christmas Vacation this morning, so I'll have to add that to my oh. list. They'll break it down for an hour and a half, so I'm, I'm in on that uh, at some point here this week. I'll, probably listen,
2: uh, I'll probably listen to that one, Yeah,
1: too. For, that, for that podcast. So, nothing more coming up. But, no, seriously. Walter Nolan. Hey, we're getting some old school recruiting vibes with this one. We'll go into that a little bit. It's like new school meets old school. It, it, it is. It's. its is. I'll be honest. I kind of felt comfortable. It was like a warm blanket yesterday going, no, th- this I understand. I'm used to this. Th- th- this kind of stuff is, in, in, and hey, the day before signing day, like it fits all the way around. We got some, I know he didn't have to sign, but either way, whatever. I was going to say. It is completely irrelevant. <laughs> yeah, because I, I had somebody last night who's Very in tune with the recruiting. They go, yeah, he's going to do this and get in the portal and then sign him. Well, he ain't signing. He's just going to show up in class. There is no sign for the the portal guy. I mean, I guess you
2: sign with the collective, but it's not really binding to anything except the collective.
1: It's binding to get your money should you follow through with your side of the equation. Right. Anyway, all that, more. Talk some Florida. Talk some Lane Kiffin. Here on this morning's podcast, brought to you every day by the Oxford Exxon Highway Six West in Oxford. Lunch specials: five sixty nine, couple of sides, of bread, any size fountain drink. Remember, it's not just in Oxford Blue Sky locations up and down I fifty five throughout North Mississippi as well. So uh, help us out, stop in. A lot of holiday travel, so let them take care of you with your fuel, your convenience store needs, and much more. All podcasts on MPW Digital, presented by Twisted T. Again, we're in the Clark Ford Studio.
2: We are uh, Clark Ford's in Amory, Mississippi, 662 257 1900. Call that number, ask for Corey Clark. Tell Corey what Ford product you're looking for. I'll send you a quote within 15 minutes in business hours. It's right to the bottom line. There's no hassle, there's no haggle. You get your quote. The rest is up to you. You can shop that quote around. You can do what I've done, what I recommend that you do. That's hop to a Clark Ford today, 662 257 1900. Our guest join on the Campbell Clinic Hotline. The Campbell Clinic's in Oxford now, 2608 South Lamar Boulevard, Suite 102, just across the street. From the cottages at Hooper Hollow, the Campbell Clinic provides full-service orthopedic care, everything from uh, sports medicine to foot and ankle surgery to spine and total joint care to pediatric orthopedics, physical therapy, and more. To book an appointment, go to CampbellClinicOxford.com or call 901 901- Seven five 3111 walk ins are always welcome at the Campbell Clinic Monday through Friday, seven thirty A. M. to four PM.
1: I don't think we'll get to it on today's show, but it, it shows you we're definitely in December and college football writers don't always have everything to talk about. Blake Toppemeyer uh today posting his uh rankings of the press box meals he had this season and all of his uh his travels every every single week. That was his uh it's his column today was press box meals. Yep. Ole Miss uh, comes in at 10th on his list of 13, 14, let's see, 15 games. Yeah, 15 games. Ole Miss comes in at 10th. Okay. He was in town for the LSU game. It was chicken tenders, jambalaya, salad, and a cookie. I kind of remember that. Said a uh, chicken tenders are Ole Miss's game day staple. Nothing fancy, but they hit the spot. Jambalaya left something to be desired. It does there, uh, Blake, and it tasted bland. He said. So,
2: okay. I mean, I really he's he's having fun here. So yeah. I'm not. I'm this not, is not
1: a serious. I'm uh, not going. Thing. To,
2: if if
1: and, and we are the two least people getting upset by a press box meal. Okay, yeah. like Aramark or whoever at Ole Miss, we're cool. No problem. Go, I'm good with you. Yeah.
2: No issues. Um. I mean, I, I often bring my own press. My box one meal.
1: recommendation, and it is a small one, and maybe it's there and I don't even notice it, is just put a bottle of hot sauce out. Yes,
2: yes, put some hot sauce out.
1: We'll dip it up. We'll figure
2: it out. Um, but if you're my my thing is this, and and I realize Blake is not doing this, so I'm not. This is not directed <laughs> at Blake. He had a quota and
1: he had to write yeah. something today.
2: But if if you're going into a press box for the culinary experience, that's on you. That's that's totally on you. What was number one? Uh, number one
1: was Tennessee at Alabama, October 21st. Chicken pot pie, potatoes, mixed vegetables, and pineapple slaw. When I saw Alabama was serving a chicken pot pie, I thought, what a bold, risky choice. Then I took a bite. Delicious. So delicious, in fact, I returned for seconds. The sides were the perfect compliment. I wanted to stand and applaud the crew prepared this meal, but no cheering in the press box. Oh, that's good. Georgia at Tennessee, number two. Who's last? last uh 15 alabama and auburn cold <laughs> burger, chips and a brownie
2: yeah auburn's really dropped the ball everything i've heard really that's what i hear i hear they've completely abandoned media just like just, you people suck really yeah it used to be great no auburn used to feed you like three times and oh and you had seats right on the 50 it was great they, oh they put them in the end zone oh now. you're up you're not even hardly in the stadium really yeah uh the Jacksonville
1: cocktail party was 14 skirt steak, broccoli mashed potatoes salad and peach cobbler. He had that very far down the list. Um
2: state was in here yeah, i don't know how you would mass produce skirt steak like he had georgia at nine georgia's usually really good like i'm a i'm a big fan of skirt steak but you've got to cook it correctly i, I don't think you would want to mass produce skirt steak and then let it sit out under a warming oven skirt steak hours.
1: was in the uh, catered vanderbilt baseball press box when we were there that night together yes. uh
2: but it, it had mexican. been catered
1: in from somewhere yes it
2: was a mexican night right yeah and it was really good it's terrific on like fajitas tacos
1: had the had the egg bowl at number five, um, hamburger steak, mashed potatoes, gravy, corn casserole, roll salad, brownie, and some other dessert. Thought the hamburger steak to be an unusual choice for a Thanksgiving night meal, but everything was on point, especially the corn casserole. Can't remember what the dessert was in addition to the brownie, but it tasted good I almost. I uh, didn't miss not having Thanksgiving pie there from Blake about the uh, the egg bowl. State
2: usually does a pretty good job with, with media meals.
1: And you get Muscadine Ripple ice cream.
2: Yeah, I'm I'm never doing the ice cream thing. It's I mean, eighteen we, we, degrees and we're gonna this have the ice cream. So many it's, times. Yeah, it's there.
1: I get it. It's fine. So anyway, if you'd like to see that, it's at least on knoxnews.com, but it's probably at all your uh, favorite Gannett publications
2: this morning. I mean I give Blake credit here because I wanted to make fun of it at the beginning and now I'm interested. So But I think I you- am
1: surprised they didn't do Thanksgiving food
2: on the Egg Bowl night. But you already had it actually smart. But, that might have been the philosophy as most of you people have already. Because Ole
1: that. Miss sometimes tries to eat the opponent. Like It's usually jambalaya when LSU's in town. It's usually pulled pork when Arkansas's in town. It's like, yeah, okay. so cliche.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> there is a little bit of like,
2: oh, A&M brisket. Okay, like, let's. I had some of the jambalaya that night. It was fine. I mean, it, it was bland, but it was fine. It served its
1: purpose. I know Rachel Nichols' husband. Get to the No one stuff. I know. I'm, 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 I'm being that guy right now. It's fine. We're, we're just hanging out. It's going to be okay. I'm not an eggnog guy. I don't like eggnog, it's actually. It's disgusting. Okay. I, that's fine. I like cider. I like warm apple cider or something. Fine with that. I'm okay
2: with it. Um, not my favorite thing.
1: If I, can, if I can not be a Neil and worry about the calories in it, peppermint, peppermint hot chocolate would be my favorite. Oh, yeah. Christmas yeah Re- refreshment I like, I like hot chocolate yeah a
2: lot so
1: good hot chocolate yeah, like yeah amazing you can do a peppermint hot chocolate in the crock pot that's really good oh really yeah you use like candy canes and stuff and yeah i'm driving you guys crazy <laughs> <laughs> so all right walter nolan <laughs> we said on the podcast uh and look it's the last podcast prior to christmas okay so it probably it, is it, i'm just i mean we'll we'll get to that later yeah. um Ultra Nolan, AM defensive tackle. Neil, yesterday on the uh, morning podcast, I think when he was referring to Nolan, he said 99% that he would sign with Ole Miss. 100% was DeCam Richardson, and he did uh, commit to Ole Miss midday yesterday. Yeah, I absolutely like peppermint and hot chocolate together. Yes, 100%. Mexican hot chocolate's great, too. See, so you guys on the stream are causing this now. You keep responding.
2: Um, Mexican hot chocolate, that's where you put, like, Habanero in there or what? Cayenne or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you're okay. kicking it
1: up. Yeah, yeah. Mexican coo- Mexican cookies are really good too, like chocolate cookies. Sorry. Again, stop. You guys are causing the problem, not me.
2: <laughs> Walter put, Nolan put left amaretto, Oxford. You put amaretto in your hot chocolate? No. You don't? Okay.
1: No. Walter Nolan <laughs> left Oxford. Everybody felt good about it. The goal at the time for Ole Miss was don't let him visit Tuscaloosa or keep him from visiting Tuscaloosa or whatnot. Yeah. Uh, that did not happen. And then... Yesterday, got a little nuts, uh, and uh, it's why we said it feels like the old-time stuff because, um, look, we'll just be real here, um, when you get yes. relatives involved in different ways, one wants one thing, one wants another, you're debating, because, and look, it is a staple of recruiting, and I mean this seriously, I'm not even making fun at this point, is identifying the decision-maker in a family unit or Mm -hmm. who really has to say, you know, that it's like, there's another player that Ole Miss is going after and I was like, Hey, if that's what the mom wants, you're just probably SOL. Mm -hmm. This one is you're trying to debate back from fiction. If what you're hearing about other schools is true, um, whether it's not, and then what family faction will end up being the most prominent in this, uh, in this decision as it moves forward. And that's what, that's what caused the chaos yesterday, Georgia, um became a threat to Ole Miss at some point yesterday um I had initially heard I posted on the board that Georgia was willing to make an NIL offer uh around the seven figure mark meaning a million dollars there for Walter Nolan's uh one year of service that he has remaining before he goes pro yeah um multiple Georgia people said that was not accurate um in
2: in fact not particularly close to accurate.
1: yeah that they because look let's be honest a lot of these deals have some gr- collective money and then some of those deals have some not collective money well you know this is and, the part that i don't
2: think a lot of people understand yeah so this is where this is going it's kind of an interesting spot and uh, you're gonna think that i'm talking about nolan and probably to some degree i am but, but the, this is more of a general this conversation. is a general thing right so the money that that comes out of collectives is legit it's above board. It's tax. You can write a work company
1: check for that money.
2: It's reported.
1: Yeah, um, you can make it a marketing expense. Yes, that's the only way to write it off. By the way,
2: but yes. you can do that. So that's but that money is reported. It's going to be filed on your taxes. It's going. That money is above board, and that's been the game changer for programs like Ole Miss. Honestly, it's been the the field level leveler. I know multiple fairly prominent donors who are more than
1: willing to give collective above board that would never have done the 2004 type of recruiting.
2: Yeah. Well, I mean. Then there's the underground money, the under the table money, which is still out there. I think it's been minimized. To oh, there's a to large degree. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it's still out there because you have people, and now I'm not talking specifically. Okay, I'm not talking specifically. Yeah. You have people that go, well, I don't want to pay taxes on it. Just give me that little extra, make it in cash, and I'll I'll go do the things I want to do with it. And then you can do the The normal NIL, the stuff. NIL stuff. And a lot of the collectives really push back on that. Like, no, because that's not where their money's coming from. Their money's coming from, like, we'll use Ole Miss for an example, and I'm not, but this applies to everybody. Hey, you have this, what is it, $21 a year for the ground level? Yeah, like the- $21 a month. Yeah, sure. Or whatever it is. You want those people to give. You want them to to give so that they they. Feel like they're part of the program and when they make more money, they'll give more money or whatever the case may be. You don't want to turn it into what it used to be, which was, you know, a couple of the donors that really loved, you know, Auburn football. Fill up a shoebox with some cash and that's how you'd close the deal at the end. This is different, but you still have people. Whether it's at the athletes or more commonly the people around them, runners, runners. Seven on seven coaches, handlers, disgusting people looking for their cut. And they know they're probably not going to get a cut of the legitimate money. And I know this is shocking. They're in it for themselves and, and they, they want their cut. And to get their cut, it, it's got to come under the table. And there are fewer people willing to give under the table. There are fewer donors that are willing to go, yeah, yeah, I'll give you X thousand of dollars for under the table. I'll give you the money above board. I can write it off on my taxes. I can do whatever. However that works. And that's where we are with a lot, of, a lot of recruiting deals. And in the portal, you get a lot of guys coming out for this one last payday. And the people around them want their cut. Because, look, they're not going to get an NFL cut. The Cleveland Browns aren't going to throw some money under the table to Uncle Bob. No, this is gonna write you a contract. You are gonna sign it. It's gonna all be public knowledge. So this is your last chance to take advantage of the fact that little Johnny sure can run fast. You done? Yeah, I am done. I'm, I think I did that in a way where I won't get yelled at on a phone call.
1: Yeah, I think that's about right. Yeah, that's that, that's that's fair. And the point is, you are you are dealing with all that stuff.
2: Um, Mark says he likes the old way it's more fun I disagree completely I hated the old way I thought it was stupid and it felt well because the old way
1: we had to do the whole you let them get out there and it's like this purity thing and nobody like so many people didn't
2: realize how the sausage was made yeah
1: and you go oh come on and and, and and now you
2: see it I mean like what happened yesterday or Sunday or whatever was Georgia did what Georgia does there's a reason Georgia's won 8 million games in a row they go after the best players I should think they dodged a bullet with the
1: quarterback yesterday after he committed with a poem. Yeah. I'm wondering if if Kirby didn't
2: go, ah, all right. It's okay. I haven't even read the poem. Did you not? No. I was
1: driving. I, was I don't know if it was an iambic pentameter or not or if he just made some things rhyme. But it wasn't a haiku. It wasn't a haiku. No, no. It, was a, it was a full poem. <laughs> had several stanzas. I read it. I don't know much about it. <laughs> Basically said he didn't want to be just a cog at Georgia's powerhouse machine. Uh, yeah. Wanted to step out on his own. His new legacy.
2: Yeah. Well, he, I get I,
1: it. I get it. He gets a chance. Sure.
2: It's whatever. Um, if it doesn't work out, he can transfer to Georgia. They'll take him back. So here's the deal, though, Nolan. Just
1: kind of trying to wrap this a little bit. Georgia came in yesterday. Georgia's is obviously a threat when, threat when they get involved. I still, to this point, believe that at the moment, Ole Miss has the highest offer to Walter Nolan.
2: Yes, I believe that to be fact. At oh,
1: least between Ole Miss and Georgia.
2: Yes, I mean there were some Texas A and M rumors last night. I don't know what to make of it. Um, they, there they, is, maybe they're true. I don't believe them. There to, is a to rivals
1: reporter that who I do not know. Neil May.
2: I don't. I don't.
1: I don't know him. Saying that he's hearing that Nolan may have a larger offer from A&M to remaining college station. That's the way the winds are blowing. If that to be the case, I do not believe that at the moment, that's where Ole Miss thinks is probably the most likely scenario. As of late last night, that's not what they thought. Yeah, I haven't talked to anyone this morning. And that would have come out of nowhere. I have no idea. Georgia beat writers plus a couple people that were close to their collective did not believe that Georgia was the front runner for Walter Nolan last night. At all. They thought he was going to Ole
2: Miss. Yeah, and we we talked we talked to people that cover Georgia that we trust. Frankly, it's some of our better friends on the yeah. in the network. What's left of it, and um, they did. They were in, very informed. They they he's he does not have a seven figure offer from Georgia. He's got significantly less than that, and that is their offer. That's how they look. They've done this thing in a way where they have so many good players in the locker room. And this is something Ole Miss has to think about as they move forward in this new era. And we're going to talk about this in a minute. I saw some people going, just give him whatever they want. Okay. Short-sightedly, that's, yeah. It's doable. Sure. But in the big picture, what happens then? These are... These are young guys. You, It's going to get out. You can't keep it quiet. I'm in favor of making it transparent. But regardless, you can't particularly keep it quiet. And what happens when that begins to percolate in the locker room with guys who are currently on the roster, with guys who just committed? Do they go, well, hold up. Hold up. He's getting what? And some of those cats haven't signed yet. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, they, well and they don't sign. They gotta come and they roll haven't in, stepped class. in class. I mean yet. There, there's Correct. nothing stopping Tyler Barron from going to Washington today. Yeah. And so I, I I do think you have to be you have to be cognizant of that when you're running a program. That or how you're setting the market for the next defensive tackle. Yeah, and then here's the other part. These these collectives talk to one another. And they should; they absolutely should, because if they don't collude, is probably too strong. But if they don't converse, and it gets completely out of hand,
1: I mean, it will be owners call each other and go, "Hey, so
2: yeah." I mean, what's up here? What are you it's, doing? It's loose collusion. Yeah. So I don't know. I. You hear a lot of crazy stuff about numbers and and that kind of thing. And for the most part, when you hear a number, I've about decided you can cut the damn thing in half.
1: The one caveat, and I'm having a hard time articulating, because I've got to be a little careful here, is what makes the colluding, and again, that's way too strong of a word, but the cooperation or the transparency important. Is that otherwise you're counting on people around these kids telling you what the other offers are, and right. that's where some of this is coming from. Right. That hey, this school's doing this, and then that number gets out, but that what that right. number wasn't that specific I'll and that you, true. I give you an, an example. Point.
2: Let's say Scott Boris tells the Cubs that the there's a deal on the table for Cody Bellinger for seven years, two hundred and forty million. Okay. If you're the Cubs do you take Scott Boris's word for it or do you call around right do you call the Mets do you call the Blue Jays and go hey look I mean obviously we're competing for the player here but did you really offer 240 because Scott says you offered 240 I'm just curious because if you did we're probably out yeah see full of crap yeah I mean because that's like whoa really and then the, the so then the Blue Jays go. No, we didn't. We didn't offer that. I mean, I'm not going to tell you exactly. I'm not going to tell you exactly where we are, but no, we're not there. That's 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 rich. That's above the, the the market value. Okay. Does that happen? Yeah, of course. And that was that's needed in a
1: situation like this. So because that's some of what happened yesterday. So read between some lines here, guys. I yeah. can't go harder. Yeah. People, um, people talk. And then here's where I think it is. And look, it's recruiting and it's money. At any point, I could be wrong could easily be wrong. If, if, Walter, if Walter Nolan commits somewhere today, I believe it to be Ole Miss. If yeah, he I, waits until January 3rd to open up more visits, which is what Steve Wilfong thinks, then all bets are off, and who the hell knows at that point.
2: And so I've had some people ask. Because
1: Wilfong's source here is the dad. He has said that. I'm not giving away any kind of secrets. That is obviously a good source, but that is one side of a seesaw right now. And we just don't know where that seesaw is going to land.
2: So I've had some people ask about this. It's a quiet period, which means you can't have any in-person contact.
1: But you can have all the phone contact you
2: want. Unless you're a mid-year enrollment player. Yeah. At which point there's a window that opens up January 3rd through the 7th. Which is the the key here. It's a 3rd, 4th, 5th, fifth, day window. Yes. Before the convention, after the New Year's Bowls. Five days where you can go visit. So could he go visit Georgia and yes. Where, yes, he could. Ole but, Miss is
1: in great shape if it ends this week. If it doesn't end this week, who knows?
2: Yeah, and I'll be honest, where Ole Miss's offer is, from what I'm told, I don't know how many people are really gonna go above that. So it comes at some point it comes down to you know, it it's where does he think he can where did the people around him look, I think Walter Nolan wants to go to Ole Miss. I do too. Okay. I think he felt good about it. I think if it were up to him. I think him, Walter
1: Nolan's mother wants him at Old Miss. I
2: do too. I think if it were up to him and exclusively him, it would be over. He would be getting ready for Christmas. Yes. Um But there, you know, it could you could get into who develops more defensive linemen. You could get into a lot of those different things. We'll see. I mean Christmas is six days away. I pray to Everything that you can pray to, that this Walter is. No one's going
1: to commit at eleven a.m. on Christmas Day. And if he
2: does, have at it, bud. <laughs> Go in, change my story from Mon- the Carlton
1: Martin that did that. Yeah.
2: Never again. I finished yeah. that that morning and went. I'm never doing this. Yeah, again.
1: it was like nine o'clock
2: on Christmas Day. Yeah. I did that. That's I said, right. I'm never doing this again. Yeah. So um, <clears throat> I don't know. We'll see. I mean. That's where it stands. I don't I don't know whether it ends today or not. I don't know. Yeah. That's Weeks where from. it stood
1: at 9.30 to 10 o'clock last night. Mm, 11.30. Okay. Good enough.
2: Haven't you, talked to anybody this morning. You worked it early evening. I worked it late evening. I was on the phone with people most of my drive back. Okay.
1: So, that's where we are with Walter Nolan. We'll see where it goes. Ole Miss, obviously, uh, in good shape in the portal overall right now. Um, they did pick up DeCam Richardson yesterday, the Mississippi State corner. Got some length. Got a lot of experience.
2: He walks um, onto Ole Miss's campus as their best corner. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, let's be clear. He was better than any corner. They have that,
1: already picked up four SEC starters in the portal to this point on defense.
2: At minimum. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, then, I mean, from other SEC schools. Yeah. McDonald, man. Barron, Princely, and Richardson. And Paul. Oh, and Paul. Five. Yeah.
2: I keep thinking of Oklahoma as a SEC team. So, Key Lawrence. I mean, they're technically in the SEC now, basically. Yeah. And they like Louie Moore. Yeah, no, they've added seven or eight
1: guys. I either. don't know
2: anything about the Nicholson kid, to be honest. I mean, solid. Yeah. Played in the Big Ten. They've added seven or eight guys out of the SEC or Big Ten. Yeah. The two power leagues. Yeah.
1: Move on with the show in a second. First, brought to you by the Ole Miss Athletics Foundation. It's getting close to the end of 2023. So you need to make year-end donations for tax purposes, call the foundation. They walk you through their philanthropic giving initiatives whether it's the Vault Society or Empower. Both initiatives give you a tax-deductible way to support the Champions Now campaign. If you're working on estate planning, call the Foundation Discuss Forever Ole Miss for information. 662-915-7159, give to Again, that is give to or pick up peach ball tickets at
2: com. If you need some uh, late stocking stuff or ideas, something for the boss boss or a secret Santa, make sure that uh, you get something for your own feet as well. Take advantage of the incredible savings with Dead Soxy's holiday sale. Uh, Head over to DeadSoxy.com, Use the promo code REBELGROVE. Get 33% off the best socks you'll ever put on your feet. Are you retiring soon? Uh, How long should you wait to take Social Security? What account should you pull from first? These are just some of the questions that can only be answered with the personalized retirement income plan. Andrew Segoe with Segoe Wealth Management uh, specializes in helping folks just like you come up with their retirement game plan. Whether you meet at his office in Collierville, Collierville, I can't read the name, or prefer Zoom from anywhere, schedule a free discovery meeting and see what they can do for you. It's rebelsretire.com. I'll have a uh, post-game column on uh, the 30th. It's brought to you by Whitney McNutt, Tommy Morgan Incorporated Realtors. If you're searching for residential or commercial properties in Oxford or Tupelo, contact Whitney McNutt for amazing professional service and support. Contact Whitney at Whitney at tmhomes.com or Um, 662-567-2573. All of my coverage from Atlanta, starting on the 26th is brought to you by Comer Heating and Air, Southern Air Conditioning and Heating, different names same great products and services if you live in Oxford, Tupelo or the surrounding area call Comer 662 801 1777 if you live in Hernando, Memphis or the surrounding area call Southern 662 429 4429 A is a national based online retail company with the power to with the mission to provide customers the power to name their price all items start at just $1. That's right. Every item starts at just $1 no matter what the retail value may be. So shop now at astock.bid. That's A-S-T-O-C-K dot Or download their app. Name your price on thousands of items from big-name retailers. A-Stock has multiple locations around Nashville as well as Memphis, some in Indiana, and more coming soon that offer local pickups. So don't miss out. And speaking of late holiday gifts, head to collegecornerstore.com. They've got all the best Rebel gear throughout Mississippi, two locations in the Jackson area, one in Oxford. They also have all the uh, Peach Bowl gear as you get ready for that game. Again, collegecornerstore.com. And we're brought to you by uh, Argent Wealth. When you work with Argent Wealth's 401k advisory services team, you gain a valuable advisory team and time-saving resource that will help you develop and maintain a solid strategy for your retirement plan. They're committed to providing you with the personalized attention and involvement that you want and need. Their goal is to help you manage your 401k plan properly and ultimately improve your employees' retirement readiness. So call Argent Welts 401k advisory services team today and they'll conduct a complimentary, no obligation benchmarking and analysis of your current 401k plan. Mention that you heard about it. About Argent Wealth on the Oxford Exxon Podcast, get 10% off your first year's fees.
1: guess that's brought to you by Northeast Spark, N-E-S-P-A-R-C, service people across rural communities, two packages, Ignite, the 100 Mbps, or the Blaze, the one gig that powers the Clark Ford Studio, your hometown team bringing you world-class broadband. That's Nespark.com, 662-238-3159, phone service, parental controls, network security, and much more. So get the best internet in Lafayette County. That's 662-238-3159. Five nine. So you brought this up in ten thoughts this week, and we've been we've been kind of following this topic around between us for a couple weeks now. Especially as uh, or more than that, as Ole Miss continues to win games, as Florida has gone into the tank in a number of ways. Things not working out very well for Billy Napier here in uh, in Gainesville. He goes into quite the hot seat um, next season, and then has that brutal close of a finish i don't remember the exact order but he plays uh georgia
2: you okay yeah there's a you don't you're not listening on headphones if you did you'd hear this sounds like a how often is it happening it just happened twice i don't know what it is like a gong no it's it's not it's a i don't know what the kind of sound effect it is and i have no idea where it's coming from or why but it is what it is, it is. through a computer it's yeah. through the soundboard clearly. oh really yeah okay it's very it's very pleasant sounding. It oh, feels it really? like something magical is happening.
1: Like a spa music kind of thing or it's the meditation kind of, app kind of thing, like a like a sound bowl? You know,
2: like when Cinderella does is Cinderella, does she have the thing or the magic fairy princess or whatever does Tinkerbell? this? Like when they do Sun- that, it sounds yeah. like that's what the sound it would make with their magic wand. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Which one of the princesses has a magic wand? Don't they almost all have magic wands at some point? It's been a minute since we were into princesses. The girls are a little past that now. They, I mean, Elsa has her
1: wand with her. Does she just use hands? Is it wand see, or hands? See, by the time... I should know the answer by to By the this. time Frozen
2: and, came out, the girls were, were past that stage. It feels like you're describing Tinkerbell, but... Cinderella never had a magic wand, did she? Did Snow White have a magic wand? I don't think Snow White would have had a wand. She had the dwarves. Yes, she had
1: dwarfs. So she had minions, but she didn't have a wand. Who's your
2: favorite dwarf?
1: I don't... You know, Snow White is not one that Carly Ann <laughs> ever really got there down is the again. road.
2: There it is again. It's crazy. What's I have, causing it? I have no idea.
1: Well, yeah, the Fairy Godmother does have a wand. Yes, that is that is correct.
2: Tink has a wand. Is yeah. that short for Tinkerbell? That is short for Tinkerbell, okay. yes. Okay.
1: I know. Look, it is December the nineteenth, guys. Like it is what it is.
2: I mean, takes said to drag me up here. Yeah,
1: it's fine. Um, Florida closes the three games prior to Ole Miss are Georgia, LSU, and Texas in some order. They play Ole Miss, and they have Florida State the next week. They have to start out three and one to have any hope of a bowl game, probably. And those four include games against Miami, Mississippi State, and Texas A and M. It is a brutal schedule. It is the toughest schedule in the country, um, by far. They're running it back with Graham Mertz as their quarterback next season. Things are not going well in in Gainesville at this point. They lo- They they lose Princely to, to Ole Miss. They've had a hard time in the portal. Saw so they picked up some dude yesterday, but whatever. But the thought has been, oh, God, even from Ole Miss fans, as that schedule came out, is all the talk next fall, all the talk next fall, Kiffin to Gainesville. And we've talked about how that would be a fit that would make a lot of sense. But you brought up a good point. If we're going to say that nothing prior to 2020 matters and that it is all about current history, about NIL collectives, about moving in the right direction, about organization, about all those type of things, Mm -hmm. it does make everyone stop and go, but why?
2: Yes. That's my point. Um. Look, I mean, I think if you ask anybody in the 70s, the 80s, the 90s, the 2000s, probably even the 2010s, they would tell you Florida's a better job. Florida's won national championships. Ole Miss hasn't. Florida's won Heisman trophies. Ole Miss hasn't. Florida's played in the SEC championship game on multiple occasions. Ole Miss hasn't. Those things are not debatable. But... Starting in 2021, which is a completely new era in college athletics, certainly in college football, I don't know that you can make that argument anymore. Ole Miss has great facilities. Florida has great facilities. Kids don't care about stadiums. they I've never to this point heard a kid go, you know, I really liked school A better than school B, but that stadium and school B, nope, they just don't think like that. So, it's about collectives. It's about, it's about a different type of resource. And Ole Miss is way ahead of Florida. Way ahead. Florida's roster right now is being decimated. Ole Miss's roster has not lost anyone. And when I say of significance, I don't mean the human beings. I mean in terms of your contribution to the team. They've not lost anyone to the portal that they were fighting to keep. And so I know it's going to come up next year because that's just how media works. And I'm not going to sit here and tell you, oh, there's nothing to it. That being said, I'd be really surprised if it was something that Lane took particularly seriously.
1: And, yeah, I I say a couple things in the stream tonight. Florida has the ocean. Gainesville's not on the water. No. Gainesville's an hour and a half from the water.
2: Yeah, I mean, and that's the Gulf of Mexico, not the other way. I mean, if you told me Miami came open and Miami was serious about it and they had a lot of money and they were going to, okay, sure. I get that.
1: And he's flying wherever he's going either way. Yeah. It's like an extra 30 minutes.
2: I mean, you know, but look, here's the thing about where, where Ole Miss is today, where Missouri is today, where a handful of, there's a lot of programs that are ahead of Florida right now, way ahead. I don't mean just a little ahead, way ahead.
1: Florida and, and, inside, I, I get there are no divisions. Florida inside the SEC East, though, I'm still going to categorize them because it helps and makes sense. They're behind Georgia. They're behind Missouri. They're behind Tennessee. And you can argue they're behind Kentucky. Yeah, no, I think they are behind Kentucky. South Carolina's a dumpster fire, although their NIL is better than Florida. I was going to say South Carolina's ahead of Florida from an NIL standpoint, and then
2: Vanderbilt's Vanderbilt. Unless you believe the rumor, at which point, but right now, if, if yeah, if, if the rumor, I comes. I gotta see that, I gotta see it. But if the rumor comes to fruition, I am super interested. Um, but yeah, and then on the west, they're behind Alabama, they're behind Auburn, they're behind LSU, they're by, clearly behind Ole Miss, a yeah, yeah, Texas, Oklahoma, I think Oklahoma's got they got to figure this out, but they're in better shape than Florida. Yeah, they're in better shape than Florida so i i the, the whole people everybody doing this oh he's definitely going to go I, I I don't buy that at all in fact i I think it's highly unlikely and people yeah will the rumor come out sure will will agents hundred perpetuate that rumor yeah because that's their job I mean again we come back to the other thing we talked about yesterday i mean your your job as an agent is to get your clients as much money as possible as much security as possible as much whatever as possible so I get that's going to frustrate fans i it's And they're going to get frustrated at me that I don't get frustrated. That's just what your agent's supposed to do for you. He's supposed to always, or she's supposed to always be trying to get you a better gig. Or a better, when I say a better gig, that doesn't mean relocating. It means a better contract where you are. No problem with that at all. But in a scenario where Ole Miss is as good as we think Ole Miss has a chance to be next year and Florida is as bad as we think Florida has a chance to be and they make a move, and the job comes open, and you come up with the list. I, I mean, I keep putting Missouri in the same sentence. I think you would see Drinkwitz's name on that list. I think you'd see Kiffin's name on that list, and I would look at both of them and go, what are you thinking? If I were either of you, I wouldn't do this right now. Now, are there jobs that you would leave Ole Miss or Missouri for? Sure. That's not one. The Venn diagram keeps shrinking.
1: It still has jobs in the middle, but it keeps shrinking. Yeah. Two years ago, it's a different list than today. It's a far different list than today. So I'm no, just getting out ahead of it because um, I don't think Billy Napier survives next season. I don't, I see, don't, I, don't I, don't see I just how. can't see it. They're not putting a roster together that makes a lot of sense. The from schedule
2: the, sucks. From the sounds of it, he barely survived this year.
1: And he could lose that game in Starkville next year, and that just be it. But
2: what I think you will see. Oh, he also plays UCF on the non-con. Team. Yeah, I think what you will see next year, though, is that you're going to see you're going to see which media has adjusted to the new paradigm, and which ones are hanging on for dear life to the past because that's all they know. That's that's what they've operated in. Yeah, Florida was once a great job. I, I just don't think it's a very good job anymore. Steve Spurrier won there. He won everywhere.
1: It's a program that has been really – no, it's, it's been a great program at times, but it is a program that's been propped up by two and a half really good coaches. Meyer, Spurrier, and then Mullen did pretty well. Better yeah. than he gets credit for being because of the way it dumps her fired at the end. But
2: in the new era, it's been a disaster. Yes. And that's all that really matters.
1: Because, you know, Staples wrote that big thing on them a couple years ago or a year and a half ago about, oh, God, they are so ahead of the collective and here's why this has worked and they're organizing this and that has not worked at all. Mm -mm. That entire plan, because it showed you have to have the big money at the top that is committed. Like The other stuff really matters. I'm not discouraging any of you guys that are giving. It matters. But you got to have the ringleaders, and Florida hasn't been able to substantially consistently get those ringleaders. They went, no, 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 we're just going to get the monthlies, and that's going to carry the whole product. No, it's not.
2: Well, and a lot of their student base, some of their student body comes from different parts of the country Mm -hmm. that are not as into – College yeah, sports. it's
1: sneakily a different base from that standpoint compared to most SEC yeah, schools. Not even sneakily.
2: A lot of New England, New York. Mm-hmm. Well, those people are have typically pro-sport loyalties. Or they're just going south because they went south because it was cool to go south, but they're going to go back up to the northeast.
1: Yeah, I mean, they're scheduled next season. Miami at home to open the year. Very critical game for both teams. Yeah. Miami's going to be without Van Dyke. I don't remember who they've signed. No, uh, who'd they get? I don't remember.
2: Didn't they add they added, added somebody the other day? They added a quarterback? I think so. Okay.
1: I'll look at that in a minute. Sanford, okay, whatever. And then back-to-back, back, A&M at home and at Mississippi State. Good luck. They get a bye week, UCF at home. That's losable. Yeah. At Tennessee and Kentucky at home. No gimmies.
2: No, there's L's in there.
1: And then another bye week, and then that starts the absolute slate from hell. Georgia and Jacksonville, Texas and Austin, LSU and Gainesville, Ole Miss and Gainesville at Florida State. I mean, we're talking scenario here. I mean, here's what's bad about their schedule is that if you go, hey, you got to do win-loss toss, I can easily only give them one win.
2: Roll we'll through it real fast. I'll I'll, I'll I'll do it real fast.
1: Miami. A toss. Samford. Win. A and M. Loss. State. Toss. On the road. UCF.
2: Toss. Tennessee. Loss. Kentucky. I'll give them a toss because I'm being generous. Georgia, Texas, LSU, Ole Miss, Florida State. L L L L L. four.
1: Mm, it's hard. I mean, the four is Miami, UCS, Samford, Mississippi State. Okay. Five is Kentucky. Yeah. And then six is stealing something after you've won all those tosses.
2: Yeah, Grant says do best case. You win those five and you steal the game.
1: I can't best. That's that's their problem. Best. I mean, pie in sky. Best case is seven games. Yeah. Or I'm just throwing them. Games. And
2: worst case is two. Oh. And so you meet in the middle. Two and seven is four and a half. He won't survive four and a half.
1: I mean, to make a bowl, they really need to be six and one. Before that stretch. Yeah. And they're not getting through all that six and one. I wouldn't think. So that's the problem there. That's why we're heading it off is just. And it might be so obvious at that point. That Ole Miss and a lot of other schools are better gigs, where it's not even the thought that you guys are thinking it would be right now. Because um, again, it's on paper versus watching this play out is a completely different scenario. You don't know what what Florida is going to be looking like in a lot of different ways at that at, at that point. Yeah, six and six, seven and five is just best of all best cases. That's it. I'll be fascinated to see where Vegas puts their over under because I think you got to put the over under at like four and a half.
2: Yeah. I'd think about the under. Would you really? Yeah. Hmm. Okay. I mean. They lost at home to Arkansas. They did. Two years ago lost at home to Vanderbilt. I mean, they were not only not good, they were they were really not good. They were aggressively not good.
1: You don't think the after May or the May portal period is going to be overly aggressive, do you? You think most decisions are made by them?
2: Yeah, I mean, you're going to have some tampering in the spring, and you're going to have you have a few surprises where guys just aren't pleased with their deal. But for the most part, one thing they've learned about the portal is that you do want them there for the spring, not for the spring practices necessarily, but for the chemi- the, acclimation the chemistry building, the getting used to being around there, the here's how we do things. Get to know your teammates. And then, yeah, you do get some installation in the spring, but you're going to reinstall throughout the summer and and in the fall. It's not not minimizing the spring practices, but if you talk to people, they'll tell you it's not about those 15 practices. It's about those six months that you're on campus, that you're with your future teammates, that you're getting to know guys. That That's when it matters. They They have found that when guys don't show until the summer, there's a higher rate of failure. Oh, doesn't mean that it's not worth doing, but there's less acclimation. The guys are less familiar. You don't like, you know, you were, you were talking to Eli and those guys. They're like, yeah, I didn't know who that guy was. There's a, you, you, you want to avoid as much of that as you can. Do we have final word on Bentley yet? Not yet. Last I heard they were still uh, they were still talking and he was considering staying. He did the hieroglyphics Twitter post a couple days ago, but I didn't know what to make of
1: that or not make of that. I say that because there is a running back that is a potential number 2 person, but he's not he's probably not getting in the portal until after that during that May period, so Chase. Yes. Yes. How dare you? I'm just saying. They needed a backup. I know somebody who might be out there. But, Are you man.
2: saying that Ole Miss might be pre-portaling?
1: No, I'm just saying that somebody might be Are you jumping in the portal later and then right reaching here. out to the Rebels at that point and going, "Hey, would you be interested in my services?" Should, once I am in the portal and legal, and we can all communicate, uh, I've
2: never been more disappointed. Yeah, just saying. It's a lot there. So, what's going to happen today is they're going to someone's going to post on one of the other sites that mccready said <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: that
1: almost is tampering with yeah, running back yeah and that bentley's not coming back because if bentley comes back this is all relevant anyway that's, that's and it what's sounds what's like ulysses about. might be coming back that's what's going to happen okay so waiting on that joke that judkins public
2: announcement too that might be today or tomorrow right I've been waiting for it. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it just takes a minute to get the edit together. Get all the graphics. I asked going. Jordan Watkins about how long it took him. He said it took him a week to get, put, the, to get the graphic to, to ready. Put everything ready to go, yeah. Um He worked on that for a week. Okay. And then he was disappointed because when he did it, he did not realize that AJ Brown had done the work oh, of Wall street. Oh really?
1: He thought that was new and he thought unique. he was
2: on to something. Mm.
1: The internet's been around for a minute. It's hard to have a lot of original ideas at this
2: point. Of course when AJ you're gonna feel old when AJ did that. Jordan was probably like 15. Because AJ did that in like 2018. Was it that late? So yeah. Jordan was Jordan was yeah, he was 17 years old. Yeah. Probably wasn't paying a whole hell of a lot. 2017,
1: attention. 2018, something like that. Seahawks beat the Eagles last night. By the way, speaking of that. DK versus AJ, I saw that. Saw Freeze congratulated on both on Twitter. Made sure he made it about him oh. yesterday. <laughs> Get out there and make it about you. He was good at that because he's like, "Hell, oh, we had great times." I'm like, "Did you though? I mean, can you remind me of those <laughs> real quick?"
2: Yeah, you really whipped. You really whipped. They beat Georgia, Arkansas, Little Rock. They beat day. the hell out of
1: Georgia. They did in sixteen. They did.
2: That was a good time for them.
1: I mean, just whipped Kirby's ass that day. Yeah. Some great first halves against Florida State and Alabama. They did. That was a hell of a half. Oh, at halftime at Florida State, I went, these bastards are winning the national title. Coming off the Sugar Bowl, I'm like, hey. By the middle of the fourth quarter, you weren't saying that. No, not so much. I was feeling really bad for Ken Webster is what I was doing that night.
2: Oh, yeah. He, he, He got hurt bad. That's
1: when he messed his leg up. Yeah. So... All right, we got some comments, got some stuff. We'll move on with the show. First Prime Shrimp, PrimeShrimp.com. A lot of different flavors available for you. They got seven options right now. They got the soy ginger coming soon as well. You can also get a gift card. Head to Prime Shrimp. They have a uh, a coupon code. To get a little discount on a, on a gift card. Not sure what to get. The um, Person in your life for Christmas, you can get a rebelgrove.com gift card as well, but our gift, uh, I guess, digital gift certificate, if you will. But Prom Shrimp, PromShrimp.com. I need to put that in the code RG there. with Prime Shrimp. Buy five pouches or more. Use the code RG. Get 25% off. Well, that way they can try all different flavors. They can figure out the ones that work for them in recipes, great for lunches, salads, and much more. So whether it's a gift card or trying the pouches with code RG, that's PromShrimp.com.
2: I just put that link in the uh, in the stream, which made me lose my place here in the deal. So I'm going to stall for a moment while I try to figure out where the hell I was on my uh, on my document here. We're brought to you by uh, John Edwards Regency Travel Incorporated in Memphis. Get in touch with John if you want uh, to have a trip that uh, creates a lifetime of unique memories. Just give him some parameters, give him a budget. And uh, he'll give you options that you're not going to find on your own. And, no, you don't have to live in or near Memphis to take advantage of his services. 901-494-3387 or Edwards at regencytravel.net. Oxford's newest Greek restaurant on the square. Opa is the perfect place to plan your uh, company dinner, your festive party event. Uh, fabulous food. Great craft libations as well. They can accommodate up to 200 guests. For catering or booking information, contact Jeannie, 601 421 seven one four seven. We're brought to you by service specialist staffing and recruiting agency. We'll have picks up for the bowl games uh, later this week. Assuming I can get the guys to do their picks working on that and having to crack the whip a little bit, getting it, getting it done. Mm-hmm. That's brought to you by service specialist staffing and recruiting agency. If your company is looking to hire quality, hard to find talent service specialists can help keep in mind that payment of service is solely contingent. on if you decide to hire a candidate that they send, You've got nothing to lose, so give Will, Sidney, or Kelsey a call at 662-832-5138 or check out their new and improved website, service specialist com. Get the beautiful and healthy smile you deserve at Corinth Dental. Dr. Bubba McQueen, Dr. Jenny Beth Hendrick are devoted to restoring and enhancing the natural beauty of your smile using conservative, state-of-the-art procedures that will result in a beautiful, long-lasting smile. From routine checkups... To advance treatment, including implants and Invisalign, Corinth Dental is here to help you achieve your smile goals. So schedule your appointment today and take the first step toward a better version of yourself. It's CorinthDental.com. Are you a displaced corporate executive wanting to put your career in your own hands or are you an experienced entrepreneur wanting to diversify? (laughs) I would have just been fired. Um, Yeah, I would have, but we'll talk about that in a minute. Uh, Andy Ludicky can help. He owns multiple franchises and businesses, uses his expertise to help others find their American dream through a very thorough and free consultation process. So call Andy. Put your life and your career in your own hands. It's 100% free. You've got nothing to lose. Myperfectfranchise.net. Andy at myperfectfranchise.net or 404-973-9901. Yo okay, Billy? Yeah, when I use that expression, in my mind, it's the jockey
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hit, go no, I, that's where it's my the head jockey
2: was. hitting the horse like, let's go. We're down the yeah, stretch. Yeah, yeah. It's time to, time to kick it into that next gear. Yeah. Let's go.
1: I think that's the general connotation and interpretation. Yeah. My mind would
2: never have gone to the other place.
1: No, I don't either. Style Assembly Women's Boutique on the Square. Clothes, shoes, purses, jewelry, more. Huge selection of gooder sunglasses for men and women. And they have your online store up and going. Shop styleassembly.com. Click Shop Now. Shipping free anywhere in the U.S. on orders over $150. Exclusive discount code RG15 on the website. Between now and the end of the year, 15% off your first online purchase. They also are a corporate sponsor of the Grove Collective as well as a founding member of the Grove Collective Business Coalition. So let them help you with Christmas shopping. Still time, six days from Christmas. You can do it online, again, at ShopStyleAssembly.com or stop by the store, 203 North Lamar. Ask Kate, the owner, and she'll personally help you out. Did you uh, see your boy's uh, quote yesterday, Kirk Ferens? uh, I did not. He was updating the offensive coordinator shirts yesterday, and uh, he was a little spicy yesterday for Kirk. He, he gets uh, spicy here and there sometimes. He was frustrated. He's, I think he's still having probably some problems at home. You know, he did fire his kid. Um, How old's Kirk, though? I mean, I would have said
2: 60-ish. Age. He's at that age where he doesn't really care. I mean, come on. Peace is more where Kirk's yeah, at I in his mean,
1: 68.
2: Yeah, come on she's she doesn't have that card in her arsenal anymore we're not sleeping sleeping on the couch is not right. the issue he's right like, now whatever
1: <laughs> i mean the house is
2: empty they got extra beds in the house
1: kirk probably lives in a fairly large house i'm, I'm gonna guess
2: the parents are doing fine yeah so when she says you're not sleeping <laughs> in this bed he's like okay i mean he's gonna be all right <laughs> so um
1: nothing for you tonight okay He was updating this. Uh, He starts out with this. He's he's frustrated by the uh, insinuation that they need to score more points. Um, Kirk doesn't necessarily believe in that. He goes, anybody comes in here has to have an appreciation. We've won a few games. I know sometimes we all forget about that. We've won a few games here. I probably wouldn't be standing here after 25 years if that weren't the case. And complimentary football is the best way to win here, in my opinion. He... um, says uh, he's asked about their streak of wins and stuff. And he says, that's pretty significant for me not to be focused on that. First and foremost, I'd really be negligent of my duties. And then we've had a couple of balls in the air, recruiting of our own guys, actually recruiting and being out of the office. Um, and then he starts taking some shots at some other people, talking about how people got so focused on offense instead of wins. And he gives mm-hmm. these two quotes. He goes, I can think of a guy who entered the conference recently that came with widely acclaimed offensive stats and all that. That's usually how those guys get to become well-known. But then you look a little deeper, what's this guy's wins per game? And there's usually a correlation. People just throw the ball around. It makes it tougher to win. It makes it tougher to be good on defense. There's also a school on the West Coast right now that's going to recommit to defense. Gave up 42 to Tulane last year in a bowl game. It was actually 46 at a place where Ronnie Lott played. Now they're going to think about defense. To me, that's the first thing we thought about 25 years ago, and that ain't going to change. So, the coordinator coming in is going to have to understand that is who we are. It's worked pretty well. We're looking to improve, but we're not going to be running the run and shoot around here. All right. What is important is wins per game. If you want to evaluate a coordinator, why
2: don't you check that column? Oh. Grind says, what about their schedule next year? Illinois State, that's a W. Who are we looking at? Iowa. Oh, okay. Hold uh, on a minute. Can we, hold on. Hold hold on. on I'm no, going to no. let
1: you go through the schedule. We might
2: win the national championship here. Go ahead, and then I'll... Iowa State, W. Troy, W. At Minnesota, W. Open date to get ready for Ohio State. Loss. Washington, at home. Loss. You're so mean. At Michigan State, W. Yeah. Northwestern, at home, W. Wisconsin, at home, W. At UCLA, W. W. Weekend off, at Maryland, Toss, Sure. Nebraska at home. W we're going nine and three at a worst next year. We might be 10 and two getting into the playoff. Hell, they might be coming here for a playoff game next year. Lane Kevin's going to God's ears. Please. <laughs> <Lane's>
1: like, <laughs> <laughs> hey, Lane, you're going to make the playoff. Lane's, you're going to host the game and you're going to get Iowa.
2: Lane's going to be like, you know, there are some people that say McCready talks <laughs> things into existence. If he does Play. that, I might actually talk to him.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, I understand what Kirk is saying And he's won a lot of games And he's 68 And I get he's a little sensitive But come on You're you're not taking the next step Because your offense is freaking abysmal Because it, it, it's it, it's defying logic Their defense is on the field For so many more plays Than everybody else's defense They're being asked to do way too much He understands that
2: did you see the new punter commitment? Crushes the ball. Do you see that? We went out and got the... His ceiling is what it is because of his crappy offense. We went out and got the best punter in the country. The best. That kid, he has a leg of... of. He's a like bionic leg. He punted this one ball. And it, I don't think the damn thing landed. I did see you had a five-and-a-half-second hang time as a high school kid. It looked like Aaron Judge getting a hold of a hanging curve. Just crushed it. Most people can't kick a ball like that. We go out and get the best punter, lose him, and then get another great punter because that's who we are. Deal with it. I can tell you got all this pent-up emotion, but let it go. It is what it is. You're never going to punt like that. Your teams are never going to punt like Iowa. He's basically saying he doesn't want LSU's offense. Look. Not everybody wants hot sauce on everything. Sometimes people just want a little more s- subtle. Is that going to win the chili cook-off? We're not in the chili cook-off. It's not what we're trying to do. He's trying to go 9-3. I just don't like your attitude right now. So I'm, I'm kind of. He he's settling for nine and three. What I'm, he's
1: saying is, I'm we're, emotionally checking we out of this We go twelve and zero, so we're just going to double down on our nine and three.
2: You know what? Sometimes those punt returners fumble the punt. The ball gets kicked so high and so far that the punt returner kind of scrambles. Sometimes, a muffed punt on a sixty-yard punt is better than. The run and shoot.
1: Yes, he's the Big Ten's Mark Rick. That's a good comparison.
2: Well, Mark Rick had a hell of a run. How many rings he got? Oh, well, he set it up for the next guy. So just think about the next guy. Mark Stoops Iowa. will have a hell of a dime. Going to win titles. I made a good point. You mentioned Wisconsin.
1: They miss Michigan and Ohio State. But still have a really tough schedule next year because they play Alabama in the non-con. Who schedules that? Uh, was, if they are yeah. Wisconsin, what that's, the hell are you doing? You're an idiot. No. no, no. I mean it's at Camp Randall. They'll have a hell of a crowd.
2: Well, that's great. Jump around. That'll be awesome.
1: <laughs> and then get their ass kicked. Yeah. <laughs> that's what that's
2: going on. <laughs> I'm going to do jump around after the first quarter. Alabama,
1: SC, Penn State, Oregon, Iowa at Kinnick. Mm. Longo's gonna have a tough time. Longo's uh, Alabama games have not gone well to this point in his career. So, no. let's see how that how that goes for uh, goes for him. You uh, you mentioned the Nebraska quarterback transfer or commit Dylan Rayola. Yeah, that is correct.
2: You better read the poem.
1: I am. I was gonna. I was gonna give you the poem. I know you were curious. So I have it here. Let me find it. One second. <laughs> I mean, I, I I I wonder who wrote it for him is my question. Like who sits? God, down here? you don't think the young man could write his own poem? Hey, he might be a poet, a po- poet, poet. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, that's good. I deserve that one. Actually, I completely deserved. Uh,
2: I mean, what a stereotypical thing to assume that just because he plays football, he, he doesn't have any artistic. Can't write a poem. That like Greg Hardy wrote a poem back in the day.
1: Did a uh, calligraphy and stuff too. He like designed stationery and stuff. Hardy was uh, quite creative.
2: I rest my case. Read me the damn poem.
1: That day when they all uh, just sat Indian style and talked to him down in the field. <laughs> Greg holding court.
2: Read the poem. You got I'm it. looking for it. Oh, Hold you on. hadn't found it?
1: No. I mean it's it was everywhere and now when I need it quickly, I'm having a hard time finding yeah, it. That,
2: that's the way that works.
1: Yeah, whatever. Everybody's hanging in, it's fine. Tell me about
2: Troy while we're uh, looking for it. Uh they play basketball. Um a lot of times they go with the two guard lineup, sometimes a three guard lineup. They're the Trojans. They're from the uh, the, the sort of the the, the pine belt of, of Alabama, playing the Sunbelt Conference.
1: They played in the last game at Tad
2: Smith. Isn't that right? Uh, yeah, I was going to go there. Um, Probably will wear, probably wear the road reds tonight, trimmed in black. Really? I have spent no time on the Troy game. Ole Miss ranked, by the way. Ranked number 25 in the Associated Press poll. It's did they move up in the coaches at all? What happened I, did, I, did, I, I didn't look. You didn't? I did not. Okay. I was driving a lot yesterday. Yeah, Robert Kimdichie liked poetry. Almost a 12-point favorite tonight, according to Mark.
1: Oh, really? Yeah.
2: 25 in both, according to Rebels 99. Yeah, good point here. Uh, Reggie Roby, one of the great all-time punters. He was an Iowa, former Iowa Hawkeye. Punting is something that we take seriously at Iowa. It's an afterthought to you need a punter. Suddenly you gotta punt. and Your punter shanks one 36 yards and it doesn't happen for you.
1: That's not what I That's not what I said.
2: I'm just pointing it out.
1: Where the hell is this poem? Like I had it in ten places and now right now I'm having a terrible time finding it. What is the deal? The kid clearly doesn't have enough uh, social media presence because you can't just search for him quickly where this is an easy thing. All right, here we go.
2: You have it already? I think I have it, yes. Okay. It's written in the voice of Night Before Christmas, apparently. Okay. In the realm of college dreams where purpose takes flight. Is this really his? No, 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 no. Here we go.
1: Okay. So you're having a hard time, too? No, I've got it.
2: I've got it right here. Oh, it is. Yeah. How about that? In the realm of college dreams where purpose takes flight, enter Dylan Rayola, creating his narrative in the night. Yeah. Once lured by Georgia where powerhouse glory gleamed, yet Nebraska's purpose in his heart brightly beamed. Yeah, he wrote this himself. In the scarlet and cream where legacies entwine, Dylan, like Rogers, Rozier, and Crouch, a hero in the line. No longer a cog in some powerhouse machine, but a quarterback with an even grander ambition unseen. Yes. So fellow fans await with hope in the air for Dylan to choose his purpose to declare in a weekend's decision destiny calls to fulfill his purpose where a new dynasty enthralls. There you go.
1: What's your thoughts?
2: That's creative. You're okay with it? He's got to win now. Because if you don't, they're going to throw the poems in your face for the rest of time. Everyone's going to have a poem making fun of you. If he's
1: even average.
2: you got to be really good now. You just decl- So you would advise your kid not to do that? Oh, I would tell Carson, no, 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 don't, don't, don't do that. I would not wish that upon my son. I feel safe knowing Carson as well as I do that he would not do that. But you like hey. I also feel safe knowing that if Carson were playing against someone who had done the poem and they were kicking the ass, that he would start creating stanzas. It's pretty competitive. He's quite competitive, yes. <laughs> I will give Carson credit. When Carson takes the field, he does not care who scores the goal. He just simply, like the goal to be scored. He <laughs> simply wants to win badly.
1: How many minutes do they play in high school soccer?
2: Uh, two forty-minute halves, so eighty minutes. Okay. Yeah, and then extra time, stoppage time. Okay, so they were down two nothing after like sixty last night. They were down two nothing after like sixty-five minutes. Okay. It was getting bleak, but then they scored, and then they scored again. Do you find that that once
1: a team gets that first one, it's a little easier to get the second? Like, does it open up a little bit, or is that not like? Yeah, in I the think realm? it's kind of
2: like a three-point shooter. When he's just can't can't get one to go, and then he gets one to go, and then he gets the second one to go, and all of a sudden he wants the ball. Yeah, yeah. It's like it's like that a little bit. They were they had a lot of good shots on goal that they just missed. Yeah. By the way, um, kudos to Brandon High School. That facility is amazing. Oh really? That's it's awesome. I mean, I'm, it's better than probably better than some really FCS schools. Really well done. Okay. Everything was. Scoreboard was really nice. The whole sound system, the whole deal. Credit to them. I mean, I'm totally serious.
1: Um, Ken Palm predicting a 10 point win tonight for the Rebels. They're predicting 79 69 over Troy. Again, remember, Ken Palm is all computers, so it does not like Ole Miss very much. Um, but 10 point win, 83% chance of a win tonight for uh, Ole Miss against the uh, Trojans. They're giving uh, them a 76% chance against the Golden Eagles in Biloxi on the 23rd, and then an 86% chance against Bryant, predicting a 12-point win on
2: New Year's Eve. Bryant beat FAU earlier in the year. They did. That's yeah, correct. That's why.
1: Transitive property also does not work for basketball or much no. better than it works for football. No, it does not. There's this thing called matchups, and it creates some different, uh, different situations there. And
2: early in seasons, especially in November in season, sometimes coaches are experimenting a little bit. And something tells me FAU didn't, when they lost to Bryant, they probably didn't go, well, that's it. We're done. Something up?
1: No, my email was blowing up all of a sudden with multiple things. Uh, got an email that David Pollack will be one of the uh, breakfast speakers for the Peach Bowl. Um, oh. So it's great. Former uh, Georgia Bulldog will be uh, talking there. At, uh, at that on the 28th or 29th. I assume it's for the teams. Maybe it can be for Neil, too, if you'd like to go. I think it's just the teams.
2: To, is it? Yeah, I don't think the media isn't welcome. You're not invited to that? I don't think we're invited to the breakfasts. Also,
1: Saul, we can do a uh, Zoom with David Cutcliffe and uh, Kevin Sumlin uh, to recap the 10-year anniversary of the that. 2013 Chick-fil-A Peach Bowl, which was Johnny Manziel losing to Duke. So. If I were on the
2: Duke beat, I might do that. Yeah, sure. Yeah.
1: I don't know that Ole Miss and Penn State is overly interested in that. I wouldn't but. think there's
2: a ton of interest in the Ole Miss-Penn State media on that. But.
1: Um, for Ole Miss, uh, again, basketball, just kind of looking at the numbers here, uh, Just, I mean, you're, you're just keeping wing. I do think they're better than the computers are showing right now. Uh, Ken Palm still has them with 19 overall wins, but 6-12 and 12 in the SEC currently. They're better than that. Um, still, again, said shooting the three and defending the three in ways that I did not anticipate from this team in any way they are currently 23rd in the nation in three-point shooting and they are currently 16th in the nation in defending the three-pointer. Um it goes completely the other way when you look at rebounding. Their offensive rebounding percentage is only 202 nationally and then they're preventing offensive rebounds, their defensive rebounding percentage 331st 330 nationally, 331 on preventing offensive rebounds.
2: Yeah, the guy got to fix that that's to, a, can't do that in the league against the good teams they'll they'll that'll cost you that will end up costing you games that kind of the bank robbery thing you you keep bank robbing banks and getting away with it
1: not giving away a lot of empty possessions though making people work the clock i mean opponents are 287th nationally in uh shot clock against old miss really taking a lot of time to uh to get that shot again and old miss offensively is done a good job kind of getting that extra pass finding uh spacing there in their uh, their offense. And I mentioned this to Neil yesterday. I don't think this was online. Nine steal turnovers, basically meaning doing dumb crap. Ole Miss seventh in the country. They are not turning the ball over in non-steal mm-hmm. situations at all.
2: That's well, why they're undefeated. Yeah,
1: they're not throwing the ball away. Yeah. And then the side, they're not – I don't know if you can – a little bit you can cause these, but a lot of it's luck. And if you're looking at a sign where maybe Ole Miss is even a little better than we think, it's this. They're not getting any help in that category from a – Non-steal turnover percentage on defense, meaning teams doing dumb things against them. They are 345th nationally. Almost the unluckiest team in the country from a non-steal turnover perspective. So just something to kind of watch as uh, time plays out there. Ole Miss uh, hitting 74% of their free throws. That's 72nd nationally, which is is good. It's in the top quarter-ish of of teams in the country. 56 in blocks. That has to do with Sharp, obviously, uh, being very prominent in that category there inside for uh for old miss and then defensively they're averaging uh they're 43rd nationally in steals just a, a few numbers there as we uh discuss basketball and wrap up that headed into uh again troy tonight troy southern miss and bryant and then tennessee to open conference play that is saturday january 6th for that one there in knoxville the sec home opener uh they have back-to-back games at home that is florida on wednesday january 10th big game right there huge game for old miss and then Vanderbilt at home on that Saturday, which should be a win. Even Ken Palm giving them an 85% chance of winning that game against the Commodores there at home at uh, that point. So, it's kind of a basketball roundup. We'll come back after the break and uh, hit a couple other things. But first, GNM Pharmacy, that's in Oxford, Tyson Drugs in Holly Springs. They are offering their uh, high-dose flu shot for any patient, especially patients over 65. Most clinics typically give standard dose to all patients. So they highly recommend 65 and older's come get the high-dose flu shot from them. They also have the RSV vaccine for anyone who would like that protection. They give those by appointment, which makes getting in and out super easy. Just give them a call to schedule. That's 662-236-2222 for G&M or 662-252-2321 for Tyson Drugs in Holly Springs.
2: Southern Traditions Farm is a 68-acre, 32-stall, upscale equestrian training and boarding facility in Canton, Mississippi. Two sand rings, a grass ring, miles of wooded trails. So much offered at Southern Traditions, including horseback riding offerings from beginner lessons with trainer Susan Walt to buying your first horse and competing at nationally recognized competitions. Also, it's a great venue for events, so get in touch with them on Facebook or Instagram at Southern Traditions Farm. Would you like some peace of mind knowing that your roof is taken care of? Whether you need an inspection, a new roof, or a maintenance program, Riverland Roofing has you covered home or business as a GAF Master Elite Contractor. They can offer warranties that last a lifetime. Licensed and insured, Riverland Services Mississippi and its surrounding states. Text or call Riverland today at 662 644 4297. Are you ready for the ultimate college experience? Welcome to College Town Oxford, your new home away from home. They know you want the best, and that's exactly what they offer. No more long commutes are missing out on campus events at Ole Miss. uh, They're right next door to the campus offering spacious two, three, four, and five-bedroom cottages, not colleges, cottages, each with individual leases because they believe in flexibility and simplicity. So don't break up the gang. Grab your friends. Pick out your favorite floor plan and reserve it today at Uh, CollegetownOxford.com. CollegetownOxford, this must be the place. Text their VIP list today. To uh, be the first to know when uh, their leasing for fall 2024 is open six six two three zero zero three seven three three, and I'll have a mailbag up tomorrow. It's uh, brought to you by Art Hayes of Sotheby's International Realty. Are you thinking of making a move? Put the power of Sotheby's International Realty to work for you as a licensed agent with Sotheby's International Realty and a supporter of all things Ole Miss. Art can help you buy or sell in your hometown or anywhere in the world at no charge to you. Seriously. So call and ask Art how that works, 612-805-5929, or email art at Hayes at lakesmn.com.
1: Probably the uh, last show prior to Christmas. We got uh, got signing day tomorrow. Again, we never do a show on signing day. Um, well, try to get all the stuff turned over there in the morning. I would assume most everybody will turn their paperwork. Norrell White is is in good shape after all that blow up over the weekend. I guess on Sunday is when that happened. He's supposed to be signing in Moss Point at two o'clock tomorrow. Um, yeah. That's the same time Lane Kiffin is speaking. But just get out ahead of it. Everything appears to be fine there. If they do not announce in the real white prior to two o'clock, they so will probably
2: have his paperwork. Yeah,
1: I have a hunch he is will be on the list that we get from Ole Miss tomorrow at one forty five p.m. Even though he is not doing it till
2: two. Yeah, in Moss Point. I saw where uh, Tristan Jernigan's not doing his until. Friday. Oh, really? And I thought, "Mm, I don't know that either Mike Elko or Nick Saban's going to let you wait 48 hours to send your paperwork. Yeah. They might hold your name.
1: Give them the paperwork and you can probably say it whenever you want to say it and they'll play along. Wouldn't you want your name? But the other side. Wouldn't you want your name on the list? Well, also the side that's not getting you, they have no reason to let you do that if they want to be jerks. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, it goes to Alabama. A&M can be like, hey, uh, it's not us yeah we didn't get into paperwork
2: yeah that's not even being a jerk it's an honest answer to someone ask you i guess your answer is i don't really comment on other players but no we don't he's not on our list
1: A lot of talk about evan stewart going to alabama there from texas a and a lot i think that's probably true mm, almost certainly so but uh again i've got a couple podcasts coming you and you're doing some tomorrow is that
2: correct is that the schedule? Yeah. Uh, Siski and I, I think we're going to plan to start around 6. We'll okay. take calls. We'll go a couple hours. Oh, it's a night show. A okay. night show. Yeah, because Kiffin's at 2. Right. Okay. And I need some time to write. And then, I mean, if there's a need for us to do a Thursday morning show, we'll we'll do a if Thursday morning goes, show. But, yeah, something would have to go haywire, I think. Something would have to happen that was crazy.
1: And then... And really, it's not even getting Walter Nolan. I mean, we could do a quick little react, but that's not a normal show. Yeah.
2: So, yeah, we'll take a break. Back. When? Uh, I'll be in Atlanta on the 26th, so that week's kind of up to you. Yeah. We'll Uh, have shows. Yeah, we'll have something. Um, I'm going to drive to Atlanta on the 26th. Uh, In-person coverage there starts on the 27th. There's a Zoom call with Franklin and Kiffin on the 26th. I don't know the time or any of that stuff. Yeah, what time is that? I don't know.
1: They were saying kind of early at one point because we're just putting people in binds. They were trying to figure out almost somewhere to stop to do the Because the teams will already be there. Yes. They
2: report to Atlanta on Christmas afternoon. Yeah, correct. Early evening. Yes. I think their first on-site practice is the 26th.
1: Yeah, I had had heard multiple media members discussing gas stations, Bucky's type places to stop along the way for that if it was at the time they were – they were fearing for that press conference. I don't know an answer there, but.
2: I will not be part of that traveling party, so I'll be kind You're of not on, do the, I'll be on my own. You don't want a caravan? Uh, I'll probably leave fairly mid morningish because okay. I, I, I don't know. What, you want to get there. I want to really go ahead and get there and get it over with. You don't want to deal with the traffic in the afternoon? No. Even on the 26th, it's probably going to be a lot of traffic. Mm-mm.
1: Uh, so will have shows during the course of uh of that week. Hope all of you guys have uh, the Christmas that you are uh wanting. You get all the stuff. I mean, Neil's got this huge Christmas list. I hope people come through and uh, get him everything on it as uh as yeah. Christmas Eve and Christmas Day. Get there. I mean, he's been he posted it in an email chain, sent it out to everybody, made sure they knew it like a month in advance in case it took things. Some things need to be personalized, dear um, Santa, bespoke for Mister McCready. Yeah. So yeah. Had to make sure that all that that came through. I have very sophisticated
2: taste. Yeah, a good book and peace. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I mean, it's quite likely that I'm going to be pretty laid up the first several weeks of the year. So, oh, sure. Books, books, probably going to be a good thing. How you feeling about that? Uh, I'm very concerned about my mental sanity. Are you really? Yeah. What's the key reading? I guess. I mean. How much exercise can you get in on crutches? I mean, you can do a lot of
1: upper body stuff. Can you? I mean, why not? Yeah.
2: Probably have to figure that out. I've got I've got
1: a set of those Bowflex adjustable dumbbells if you want them.
2: Oh, really? Yeah. I my my concern is also being not being able to drive for a while. That's being dependent on other people for a few. Am weeks. I imagining
1: this, or did you have some foot ailment where this has happened even at once before since we've known each other? Am I, I imagining that? I can't remember. I felt like you had something going on with a foot or an ankle where, where you couldn't I was drive coaches? for a couple of weeks at some point in the last yeah, 15 years. I don't remember that. Okay. Well, it probably didn't happen then. You would know more than me. But it's, that stuck in my head for some reason.
2: I won't know till I go in what, what the extent of it is. I, when I wake up, I'll find out whether okay. I'm two or three days or six weeks. I need to cover some basketball? I mean, can you get to the arena? Yeah, I mean, someone have to take me and come pick me up. That's the um, part. And right? you hate asking for help. God, I hate asking for help. <laughs> Even from my wife, right? I mean, <laughs> like, hey, Carson, it's eleven o'clock. Can you come drive to the pavilion and pick me up and bring me home? That sucks. I hate doing that. Yeah, but I have a decision to make about whether I whether I want to be able to get back to doing what I want to do, or whether I just want to deal with some pain for the rest of my existence. It's not going to fix itself. So at the end of the day, it's a pretty easy decision. It's just the getting there, getting through it, the getting back inconvenience of five to six weeks. That's fair. But I mean, I think I think it's one of those deals where in May when I'm out enjoying exercise in the heat, I'll be really glad I did it as opposed to being frustrated for not doing it.
1: What are you uh, using to cook the tenderloin this
2: Christmas? Big green egg. You're gonna use the egg? Yeah. Okay. Smoke it. Yeah. You? Same. I think. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I don't think you're gonna throw that on the black stone or anything. We're gonna put it in the egg. No. I'm kidding. No. 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 I, mean, I guess you. No. You probably couldn't even. No. It's not possible. So yeah, something like that. Um, because I haven't, I I told you the other day, I haven't gotten all the attachments for the solo stove to try to figure out how that works from a cooking standpoint. Um, it's, it's just a fire pit at the moment. So we'll see where it goes, but those are cool. Yeah. Have a good Christmas again. Well, we each have stuff coming, just probably not at the uh, same time. So hope all you have a uh, wonderful holidays in that same point. Yeah, we we got
2: you again. We got picks coming. Pete's preview of the Penn State game. Butcher versus the dance instructors coming. Yeah, stuff. There's we, We'll have content to you end of the week, and then we'll obviously take a break for the holiday and switch to Peach Bowl coverage. And then we'll switch to the Peach Bowl twenty sixth. Yeah, and then go from there. So
1: have a good day. Enjoy it, everybody, and we will talk to you again soon.